The Good Samaritan by He Chi. On one occasion an expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he asked, what must I do to inherit eternal life? What is written in the law? He replied. How do you read it? He answered, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. You have answered correctly, Jesus replied. Do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, so he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? In reply Jesus said, A man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, when he was attacked by robbers. They stripped him of his clothes, beat him and went away, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down the same road, and when he saw the man, he passed by on the other side. So too, a Levite, when he came to the place and saw him, passed by on the other side. But a Samaritan, as he travelled, came where the man was, and when he saw him he took pity on him. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. Then he put the man on his own donkey, brought him to an inn and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. Look after him, he said, and when I return, I will reimburse you for any extra expense you may have. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. New International Version. Mosaic of the Good Samaritan in the Cathedral of St. Mary, Madrid, Spain. Start with love and mercy. The short answer to the question of how to begin any ministry is love, by providing relief through showing mercy. Compassion, mercy, and love are always behind every true Christian ministry. Being available and approachable, crossing paths with people in need, noticing and caring about others is a merciful response. Following the example of Jesus, the Christian community ought not to pass by on the other side of the road. Instead, we are to stop and get involved smack in the middle of human need. That isn't what always happens, though. It can be far too easy to respond to the vast sea of human need by being judgmental and critical. We might observe people's predicaments and write those persons off as being lazy, foolish, or of bad character. Just as bad, our prejudice or bias might see a person's clothes, habits, race, ethnicity, or gender and immediately make sweeping negative assumptions about them, without having even engaged them. Frankly, from a Christian perspective, it just doesn't matter. Whether we believe someone deserves our help or not, all Christian ministry is to be driven by a spirit of love, compassion, and mercy, rather than a spirit of condemnation. We need to see all people, without exception, as image-bearers of God who possess inherent worth and dignity as human beings. The Good Samaritan by Vincent Van Gogh, 1890. Start with relationships. It is good to give money, food, and resources to those in need. It's even better to develop relationships and get to know the people for whom we are helping. Both handouts and hugs are good and necessary. In this COVID-19 world we are currently living in, I am using hug as both a metaphor and an acronym. Hold a contact. One of the things we all have discovered about masking is that the eyes communicate a lot. Looking someone in the eye is important. Far too many people in our world don't feel seen by others. They wonder, if they fell off the face of the earth, whether anyone would even notice. Seeing people is a necessary ministry, in and of itself. Understand another's life and point of view. Be curious about their lives, their history, their faith background, and their experiences. Put yourself in their shoes. See things from their perspective. Empathy, communicating to someone that they are not alone, goes a long way. What's more, we don't have to agree with another to extend mercy. Go to others, rather than waiting for others to come to you. Go where they are. Get close enough to show empathy and compassion, even if it's an air hug. 
half of any relationship, before any talking or doing happens, is simply showing up. The good Samaritan showed up and stopped. He was willing to go wherever the mercy of God sent him. Start with building trust. Most needy people have been, at the least, ignored or dismissed by others, and, at worst, like the man attacked by robbers, beat down and berated by others and left for dead. Anyone who has endured past abuse or trauma is understandably guarded in trusting others. The last thing they want to do is be open and vulnerable to a stranger who might take advantage of them and hurt them. It takes time to build trust. A person's issues, a neighborhood's concerns, and a city's anxiety won't be solved overnight. Those problems took a great deal of time in their development, and so, it will take just as much, or more, time to address and resolve all that is wrong. As we lovingly and mercifully tackle those problems, we must always keep in mind that we fix problems and heal people, and never the other way around. Trying to fix people is a fool's errand because people are not their problems. Nobody is a cancer, a disease, a schizophrenic, or a lunatic. People have physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual illnesses but they are not inherently those problems. Anything we won't possess in heaven is something we are not, as people. Human organizations, systems, institutions, and culture can be a problem, but not people themselves. Whenever someone begins labeling people as problem people, or as those people, or even worse, as monsters or some other label, the judgment of God is not far behind. Matthew 5 22. Trust cannot be developed with putting adjectives in front of people's names or replace those names with pejorative terms. Christian ministry can only thrive in an atmosphere of love, mercy, and compassion. Trust is developed when we give people the dignity of choices and ask whether they would like help, or not. We don't save anyone. God does. We are all responsible for our own choices and our own openness to accepting and owning our own problems. The Good Samaritan by Paulus Hoffman Start with meeting a need. The man alongside the road had a clear need for immediate assistance. The Samaritan stepped in and met that pressing need. The man would have died without it. Yet, some people's needs aren't quite so obvious. If we have worked at building trust, some of those needs become known. And there are always existing organizations who are diligently addressing many of those needs with whom we can partner. Another way of meeting needs is to connect people with one another. Through consulting and collaborating with others, we can foster relational connections in which someone's or a group's needs can be met. Since no one person or community can meet everyone's needs, many times the best approach is to help people meet one another. When we get neighbors working together to care for one another and improve their neighborhood, they are empowered to make a difference. This is especially viable when a church commits itself to the place or parish in which it exists. By being involved, partnering with community organizations or neighborhood associations, the church joins others as a community connector and a place where the community comfortably gathers. Conclusion All Christian ministry begins with a loving attitude, a compassionate heart, and a merciful spirit. Then, it looks for opportunities to be available and show up with a compassionate presence. From there, we are able to discover and discern the real needs of people so that we are providing what is truly needed instead of what we believe someone else needs. In one of the communities I once pastored, I noticed the town had a significant number of single parents trying to raise their kids. So, I did a bit of demographic work and presented it to the elders, pointing out the opportunity we have to make a difference in many of these families' lives. The elders became excited about the chance for outreach, that is, until I proposed that we recruit two or three of those single parents to come, sit around the table, and help us understand their needs and how we might help. The elders became eerily silent. Finally, one of them spoke up and said, we can't do that. They got themselves into this single parent situation. They don't know what's best. We do. 
that response is just the opposite of what God is looking for in us. If we believe we know better to the point of not even asking others how we might help, then our arrogance and prejudice has blinded us to true Christian ministry in the way of Jesus. Now for a better story. The Good Samaritan by Corinne Von Esk. A woman and her husband were not from the area they were living, and so, every Thanksgiving they spent it only with each other, since both their families lived far away. So, when one Thanksgiving came around, they wondered if there were others like them, spending the holiday apart from family. They found a few and spent that Thanksgiving together. Those folks had such a good time together that, next year, the woman and her husband asked if they could use the church fellowship hall where I was pastoring at Thanksgiving because they found more people who had no family to celebrate with. To make a long story short, these two people now serve about 200 people in the community every Thanksgiving who gather together, and another 200 shut-ins are delivered a Thanksgiving meal, along with some needed human connection. Many positive friendships and relationships are formed. Greater than it's not how much we give but how much love we put into giving. Greater than. Greater than Mother Teresa. Small acts of kindness done with big love result in the kind of Christian ministry which pleases God. Lord, help us believe we are all ordinary people made extraordinary through your vision and power. Take our insecurities and feelings of inadequacy and give us the courage to see ourselves and others as you see us, with gifts and potential to transform your world and build your kingdom, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.